0: Welcome to the Belgian podcast. I'm Mark and I'm your host. On this episode, I'm joined once again by David Pike, the connector geek. David, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me again. So David, this time we're going to be speaking about the medical sector and how the demands that the medical sector has when it comes to technology, when it comes to robustness, reliability and the components and the technology that are at play in the medical world are so important and how bulging through its products can provide a wide variety of solutions. So David, just talk us through some of the unique challenges that the medical industry presents to the world of data, signal and power. Well, the
1: the medical industry, most of us will be familiar, at least partly, with with kind of the, the things that the medical industry is doing. If we're talking about the use of technology in the medical world, we've got all sorts of of monitors, all sorts of machines that provide treatment. And then also behind the scenes, we've got a a wide range of infrastructure, everything from, from lighting through to refrigerators that need to be used in a medical environment. One of the key things, as you can imagine, when we're talking about people's health and people's life potentially, is reliability. If we've got a device that's being used to treat a patient to potentially keep them alive, Reliability is key, and at the same time, safety is a big part of that. We need to make sure that the patient is kept safe from potential harm caused by any of the the electrical devices that are being used. The other thing which is uh, potentially different to some of the other topics we've talked about, especially with some of the latest trends in medical equipment, is that medical equipment is increasingly being used by the patients themselves. And they're being used maybe at home away from the environment that we might use some of the industrial equipment, for example. And so we're talking about equipment being used by people who aren't necessarily trained medical practitioners. They're certainly not technicians. They're not trained to use these devices. So the reliability that we need also goes hand in hand with things like ease of use and kind of foolproof functionality to make sure that devices can only be used in the way they're meant to and that they keep people safe and healthy.
0: So I think a mistake that could be made when we start to talk about the medical industry is to focus only on perhaps hospitals and perhaps, you know, the the, the local doctor, the, the GPs we would refer to them in, in the UK. But of course, the medical industry is much wider than that. We've got laboratories, we've got um, pharmaceutical factories and Belgian's products can play a part in all of those
1: Absolutely, yeah. If we we look about, if we look at those laboratories you mentioned, the, the behind the scenes work, that the sheer volume of research and and work that's done before products ever get as far as being used with patients, it is huge. So we're talking about potentially sensors and machines that are analysing tiny amounts of one thing or another. The electronics that, that are being used in these situations while they might be in a lovely protected environment of the laboratory they still need to be highly reliable and highly sensitive so so data and signal is a big part of that if we talk about power some of the the electronic devices that are being used depend on very high amounts of power to work we talk about mri machines and we talk about the the large magnets that are being used in there the amount of energy going through these devices is absolutely enormous we can't just use the standard plug you stick in the wall to power these devices so there's there's big challenges there um, and then as you say we're not necessarily just talking about hospitals and doctor surgeries it it goes into the community as well there's plenty of situations where medical equipment is used or installed in places that you wouldn't necessarily think even workplaces and homes so yes the medical industry does focus very much on hospitals and doctor surgeries but the amount of places
0: that medical equipment is used is far beyond that and of course there are some unique challenges to um, the medical industry or that the medical industry presents. Um, the, the need for the switches to be used in very sterile environments. Can you talk a little bit more about that?
1: Yes, the, there are lots of bits of equipment that we, we look at the, the operating theater in the hospital as kind of the ultimate sterile environment. Uh, people's health depends upon the fact that they can they can be cleaned to, to a very high degree the equipment that's used in those conditions also needs to be cleaned so um, switches are a, are a key point of contamination where we talk about uh, surgeons doctors nurses using pieces of equipment uh, um, and they thought they're therefore stuck in so we're talking about equipment in in surgical environments where doctors surgeons nurses need to to be able to operate these these devices switches are vital to to that that functionality but as we say it needs to be able to to be sterilized after use need to be clean so yes the the requirements for switches there go far beyond the kind of domestic switches you might find at home we do also have the kind of switches that can be used in high traffic areas and we use the the idea of using antimicrobial materials these are materials that specifically are are created to prevent uh, bacterial growth on on high touch surfaces uh, they can be different plastics. They can have uh, silver content. The the exact materials that use differ enormously, but yes, we we can see the use of switches in in those environments, and and antimicrobial materials provide extra protection
0: if you've got something in a high traffic area. So high traffic, high contact. Um, those are two very specific challenges that the medical industry creates for the engineers that are tasked with creating the, the the data power and signal infrastructures and whether it's a hospital could be a pharmaceutical company or a laboratory um, I think you know and, and previously on the podcast we've, we've talked a lot about um, harsh environments and, and we always associate that with the risk of water, dust debris, ingress into a, into a connection. I think in the medical industry it's perhaps less of a concern the sort of harsh environment but it's it's, it's a challenge in the sense that there are literally lives at stake. And let's just take power as one example. The robustness of the power infrastructure in a hospital, for example. It has to be absolutely on point because lives are at risk.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things to say about that. We yes, we do naturally assume that harsh environment means the outside world. It means wind, and it means weather, or it means an industrial space where there's debris and there's vibration, there's high temperatures. Yes, these are harsh environments. But it's it's interesting to remember that that harsh environments don't just mean those. They can mean other areas. So the medical world doesn't. You wouldn't think as being a harsh environment. But if you look at the the cleaning regime, for example, that you have to follow in surgical spaces in hospitals, the use of chemicals, uh, highly dangerous chemicals in some cases that are used for cleaning, these can affect electronic devices in the same way that wind and weather can affect electronic devices devices outside. We also have the situation we talked just a moment ago about electronic devices being used, medical devices being used in the home. The kitchen, the domestic kitchen is one of the harshest environments that you can imagine. It may not be exposed to wind and weather, but we've got high temperatures. We've got high humidity. Again, we've got harsh chemicals being used. We've got acids, lemon and vinegar being used in kitchens. And we're talking about an environment that doesn't have any safety standards. Everybody's kitchen is their own business lots of medical equipment will be used on the kitchen table. So we, we've got to have a, an understanding that harsh environment doesn't always just mean the outside. Harsh environments exist everywhere. The power that you get from from mains power out of the wall can be uh, can have spikes, it can be a little bit inconsistent. Most, most normal domestic situations, most normal domestic devices like computers and, and other things can cope with some of these inconsistencies. But when we're talking about medical devices upon which, as we say, lives can depend, the quality of the power being supplied to them can be vital. So yes, power is vital to to make sure that, that medical devices work exactly the way they're meant to, that we're not having any safety concerns, and that the consistency of
0: power means that they work to the top of their function. When- way that power is obviously transferred into a device, and in this case a medical device, is via an IEC connector. Now, IEC connectors are ridiculously common, and they can be cheaply produced, cheaply purchased, but there are times where, and the medical industry would be one example where it's, it's not good enough to just rely on any old IEC connector, you need one that's going to, to be absolutely reliable at all times and that's again where Bulgin comes in.
1: Yes, Bulgin has a range of, of IEC inlets um, and modular insert, uh, inlets so that you've got a, a situation where you can create a frame with different modules, an IEC inlet, a switch, an indicator and so forth. For medical use we often have fused inlets. so. Built into the IEC inlet that you put on the back of a piece of equipment, it has a fuse. sometimes even double fuse, some medical equipment requires by by law will require double fuse situations that prevents power spikes from coming in and damaging the equipment and then potentially harming the patient. So, yes. IC connectors, as you say, they're 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 common. They're two a penny. You can find them everywhere. Every computer, every desktop computer in the world has one on the back. Uh, they're used on, on domestic uh, di- domestic equipment all over the place. But as you say, there's different levels of quality. IC inlets, cheap ones are not suitable for medical use. You need ones that have been tested, that are potentially fused and have other features to to ensure the
0: safety of the equipment, and ensure the safety of the patient. We should also talk about electromagnetic interference and the issues that that can cause. What sort of solutions does Bulgin offer?
1: Yes, uh, electromagnetic interference is around us all the time. We, we live in an environment that's awash With radiation that's caused by everything from from radio and tv waves to to a badly functioning motor if you've ever seen a tv screen when somebody turns on a vacuum cleaner that might not be at the top of its performance you can occasionally see things flicker that's caused by electromagnetic interference the radiation that's given off by electrical devices emi can affect signals and data of all kinds, not just in the medical environment, but anything being transmitted along a cable can pick up EMI. In the medical environment, especially if we're talking about sensing very small voltages, if we're talking about things that are uh, fixed to a patient and you're trying to monitor heartbeat or blood rate or things like uh, blood flow, things like that, the signals can be interfered with by EMI. So the first thing to do is to shield a lot of these signals. You can do that by shielding the cable, and you can shield the connectors. There are some connectors within the, the bulging range that are designed to be shielded to provide that kind of, of protection against EMI. The fusing that you get in inlets sometimes can also pay pay a, a part if we're talking about high spike, or high energy EMI caused by maybe lightning strike. That's something else that can be done that can be achieved with fuses and, and circuit protection. So yes, EMI has got, uh, does have an effect in the, the medical world, especially when we're talking about the, the very low signals that we're trying to detect. So yes, there are solutions within Bulgin, with shielding, with fusing, with circuit protection.
0: Now on, on the Bulgin website, um, Bulgin says that it has over 26,000 combinations of power entry modules. Why is that a good thing for those who are working on data, signal and power? power in particular in the medical industry.
1: Yes these power entry modules are, are highly sophisticated things. The idea is that if you have a frame you can then choose the modules that go into that frame and the modules are a combination of all sorts of things. Some of the options could be the, the IEC inlet itself, the plug that's in the, the back of the module um, and there's different IECs. We, we talk about IECs as if they are one particular type of connector there's actually a whole range of them depending upon the voltage that you need uh, and the current that goes through them so there are lots of different options At the same time we have uh, switches that allow the the inlet to be uh, isolated at the 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 inlet rather than at the wall for example Uh, they can be lit they can be illuminated so that you can see whether the, the switch is on or off you then have the the possibility of circuit protection, with things like fuse trays that go into them, single fuse trays, double fuse trays that might be needed in medical. And the the combination with just a handful of different options, the number of combinations, the ways you can put these together is absolutely enormous. Well, that's useful because if an engineer needs a specific combination of features within their power inlet, they have that option. Whereas if they went to a manufacturer and said, well, I need a, a product that has this and this and this, and it was to be designed and built from scratch the costs are actually enormous if we talk about a new molding that's required new design work that's required that that's prohibitive if somebody's making a, a small number of products so this flexibility of, of a power in module that can be created to specification opens up a huge range of options for an engineer who might only be making a, a small number of devices but needs exactly the features they want to and that's where the bulging power in net modules
0: can can help out and those modules They have 3D CAD drawings associated with them. It's something we've we've talked about a lot, David. In fact, we've got a full episode on the ways that Bulgin has um, design tools and design aids for engineers. And the 3D CAD drawings are one example of that, where they can get access to all of the relevant data, the sizing, all the componentry, et cetera, and build that into their design on their CADs or in their CAD software.
1: Yes, 3D CAD's taken over almost exclusively, almost all product design nowadays is done using 3D tools. It provides a huge amount of information and and functionality for the engineer uh, to be able to design their product. And if we're talking about these power inlet modules, we have to remember they may be flat to the surface when you look on the outside, but they actually protrude inside the the cabinet or inside the box quite a way. The 3D model provides the the instant view of, of how far the power in that module will go inside the box. It allows the engineer to, to make decisions about which modules to choose, about placement and things like that. 3D CAD's actually hugely powerful for that. It allows prototyping to be done in a virtual space before you ever actually need to buy a single component or make a single product. So 3D CAD's hugely powerful and hugely useful for the engineer. From that point of view, we also have the, the functionality where 3D CAD nowadays is, is talking to the purchasing systems as an engineer chooses components to put into a design, the bill of materials is created with all of the information about part numbers and sources makes the the purchasing of those products that much easier. So yeah, 3D CAD is absolutely vital. And by providing 3D models, Bulgin not only allows engineers to be able to use their products easily, it cuts down the amount of time that the engineers need to spend in in finding that information and creating that information themselves and allows them to get on with the business of actually
0: designing. So David like all of the industries that we've discussed on the Belgian podcast the medical industry does of course present a very unique set of challenges for those who are tasked with designing networks and infrastructures for data power and signal but as we've seen Belgian is there to step in and provide the solutions for a vast majority if not all of those problems
1: Yes the 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 medical world is is growing and, and it is, certainly it's an industry that it is booming at the moment. Um, and people are finding more and more applications for for technology. One of the things we've not talked about yet is, is fiber optics. We often talk about fiber optics connectors as purely being a way of transmitting lots of data over long distances, but the medical world is using fiber optics in many different ways. Fiber optics is a way of, of capturing an image and returning it back to a computer. For example, fiber optics is even being used to, to deliver treatment. Uh, the the focused application of a little bit of light on a very small area actually has the power to to destroy damaged cells to, to help cure all sorts of conditions so the, the number of different options, the number of different technologies that Bulgin can provide, whether it's fiber optic connectors, whether it's isolated power net modules, whether it's circular connectors for wearable technology, yes, the number of applications being being created in the medical world is absolutely enormous. And Bulgin has a ton of solutions for
0: lots of them. And we've talked about it already, you know, while it's not um, what, we, what you consider a harsh environment when it's, you compare it to agriculture or the transportation infrastructure around the world that is still, it's still a, a, an industry that requires a lot of the specialist products that, that Bulgin has created and engineered over the years.
1: Yes, it's it's important to understand the environment. So while it might not be, as you say, it might not be harsh under the the, the traditional. The way we think about harsh environments with all those outdoor applications, there are plenty of things that make that environment challenging, whether it's harsh materials for cleaning uh, or whether it's the, the the need to have antimicrobial materials. There's lots of things you need to think about in terms of that environment that will affect your
0: design choices. And when it comes to those design choices, the Belgian website, we've talked about it a little bit earlier there with regards to the 3D CAD models that are available. But the Belgian website is your number one source for case studies, for white papers, and for um, you know, the the full range of product information that's required, whether you're working on designing a medical piece of apparatus or whether you're working on the big three, the data power and signal in a medical setting. The Belgian website has all of the relevant information that you're going to need. David, it's been a pleasure to speak to you about this industry on The Belgian Podcast. We'll be speaking again soon. Speak to you soon. So we hope you found this episode of The Belgian Podcast useful and informative. If you're a listener to the podcast, then leaving us a rating on Apple Podcast is appreciated. And of course, if you watch the podcast on YouTube, a like on the video is a great way to let us know that you found it helpful. And we'll speak to you again soon. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening.